Bye, everybody. This is the Magic Treehouse. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Magic Treehouse, and I'm your host, Merlin John. Today, we'll be talking with Fame. Thanks for being here, Fame. Yo, 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 what's up? I appreciate you for having me. No problem. But why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, who is Fame? Why do you call yourself that? Hey, so so my name is Fame. I go to Sportsbook and you know, you can meet me on the office on Sportsbook Fame. Um, pretty much the name chose me. Uh, actually, like, it came from someone coming up to me and was like, what you want to be in life? And it was like, I want to be famous one day. And it was like, you know what? You will, will achieve that. You know what? I'm going to call you famous from now on. So <laughs> it kind of just up. That's cool. Okay. So I guess like someone kind of put that idea on you, right? Like, oh, I hey. Mean, I, already, I already had it in me, but they kind of just solidified it for me. Okay, so like how long have you had this idea of like, I'm going to make a name for myself, I'm going to be a star, I'm going to be famous? Um, as long as I can remember, um, I've always been a thinking, like, kind of, kind of um, well-driven person that, that it's felt like I achieved greatness, you know, so. And you... You're a recording artist, right? So, like, let's dive into that. How did you get started um, into music? Um, as we got started into music, okay. And you, like, my grandpa was big in the church, so he, he was like, "Oh, we got to go to church. Oh, we all got to go to church." So, but when I was young, I was in the church choir. All right. And, so um. And like the love of music just transitioned from from the love of music and church into the music of everything. I just love all different type of genres. I practice with all different genres just to to expand my mind. I mean, what was it especially from like the choir, like gospel music? I mean, there has to be something that really um, like triggered you into like becoming an artist. Do you remember what that I was? Mean, it's the expression. When 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 you sing, if you really sing with a passion, or uh, or you rap, or you do whatever your craft is with a passion, and not really worried about what other people think, it's just your passion. Mm-hmm. And it just. Uh, it just that's what drove me to it because in choir you didn't sing for yourself or you didn't sing for and not as many songs but you know what I'm saying for the passion so it's kind of what made me love music so it was like the fact that you could like freely express yourself and not really having that worry um that's why that's why you loved it right if I'm getting that right exactly that's cool. I mean, I could I could definitely understand that just because I mean I'm not a musician at all. I can't sing worth shit. But you know, when I'm in the car and I'm like belting out a song, I'm definitely there when I'm at a concert. Like I feel it. 
So and you you don't have no fear in the world. You don't care if you sound like scratching against paint, but you know I mean scratching is bad. But as long as you have that passion and that love for that song or that love for that that moment, you know what I'm saying? It's uh it's all worth it. You know? Yeah. No. I mean that's definitely that's definitely relatable. I mean, especially if you're driving from passion or if you're a passionate person. Um. Yeah. I get that. That's a, that's relatable for me, at least. Um, being someone who's a musician, though, and also in business, which we'll talk about soon, I'm sure you've looked up to some people growing up. Who was that for you? Um, one of my, I would say one of my... Uh, Biggest influences is probably like I love Dame Dash. Uh, his his mindset to how he how he became a part of the industry and how he looked to expand and do it within within himself instead of without uh, kind of falling for the norm of society. And then also JB is a big influence to me. Mm-hmm. And also Bill Wayne, coming um, mm-hmm. from Louisiana, like also like Wayne is like I don't know how to explain it, but he's like like a myth, you know. But you just said like he, he's from where you're from. Yeah, just somewhere you look up to, and he's different. He's different than everybody that we're accustomed to. Mm-hmm. At the same time. Everyone still get that love, get that love and that appreciation. So that was somebody that I, you know, I really look up to. But other than that, it was just mainly just doing what I do myself. No, I mean, I bet that like really comes into play just because like he's from the same place he grew up. So you just kind of kept that a little bit closer to you, right? Just because you're like, okay, he like he gets like your community the place you grew up. So I bet that's like a closer to home than the other people. I mean, everyone's, you're right. Everyone's different, which is a good thing. Like you have different things that you look up to them for. So that's, that's a cool thing about it. But uh, I just wanted to go back on that. Um, when it comes to Lil Wayne in Louisiana, you, how long were you in Louisiana for? Um, I pretty much lived there my whole life. I moved to Los Angeles uh, probably about six years ago, um, and just to like pursue my music career and things like that. But like Louisiana's always been my home. So you still like represent Louisiana and stuff. Well, how, did you start music making music over there then, or did you start making music over here? Mm-hmm. How is that switch up for you? Like, was it any different? Because you like moved to a different state, a different city, different people. Uh, I mean, it was a it was a big adjustment. Mm-hmm. I mean, coming from where I'm from, it's a smaller market, but mm-hmm. coming to a bigger market, it's just uh, it's just the adjustment of getting getting everybody to gravitate to what you do. Like being from where I'm from, it's easy to get get a group of people to gravitate towards what I do, but being here, like, 
if you move a group, if you could move a group, you could move the world. So it's a whole bit different, you know what I'm saying? Body, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's a adjustment. No, I mean, that's relatable. I mean, only because I'm from, I'm actually from a small town before I moved over here. Um, so that's why I think that's relatable, just because like you get like a few people, then the word kind of gets out faster. Um, but when it comes to over here, like what's your process like on spreading the word? Or how how do you do that over here? Um, honestly, um, social media is a big help, but also uh, my business, who I am, and uh, like my legit business as far as like my tattoo work, mm-hmm. it helps me. It helps me also market myself because I could do probably about twenty thirty people a week in tattoos, and also get them to know who I am mm-hmm. with my music and things like that, and they become a fan. You know, and then they tell each one of them people gonna tell ten people. So that's you know, three hundred people off of twenty people. Nice. Now, how did you get into tattooing? Like how long have you been doing that? I've been tattooing about eleven, twelve years now. Damn, okay. So like were you just yeah. always an RC person or Yeah. Yeah, so so um I was always drawing in, in school, so that was something that was always a passion of mine. And like I used to share my artwork, and then one day the tattooing became a big thing, and someone was like, "Hey, bro, you do tattoos?" Like, oh, I'll well, definitely get a tattoo done. <laughs> and I just picked it up and kept running with it. Nice. It's just something I fell in love with. Nice, that's awesome. And like, what did you do that in Louisiana as well, or did you just pick that up over here in LA? No, I was doing it over there as well. Uh, I think that been in, I'd say probably about 10, 10 different states. Mm. I got cars all over like, the United States. So, so many, even in Canada. So it's like, I'm, I'm pretty diverse and out there. It's just I have to uh, kind of market myself a little bit more. It's because they know the that that these big artists yeah i mean yeah it's just putting your name out there kind of thing right yeah that makes sense um so i just wanted to ask you what does music mean to you because i'm sure you know that culture ties it all together yeah um you usually mean a lot um like as far as my the culture where I grew up from, like, music is kind of like the light, the heartbeat, the love, you know? Um, that's how I think. That's how I kind of tie everything and capture the moment, you know? Um, and I love that about myself that I can do that. It's like I capture the moment and live in the moment and move on to the next because I feel like that's already accomplished. Because you're just present and like looking how, in a way, you're kind of just living in the moment kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and my music kind of helps me capture the moment to where I won't forget where I've been and where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. It's not for no one else, but I do it for myself. So 
No, absolutely. That makes total sense. It's just like um, all the memories that you do have, you put it into this song or this rap, and then you put it out there, you release it. And if you choose to share it, you do. If you don't, you don't. The choice is really yours kind of thing, right? Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm sure like it helped shape your music style, though, when it comes to culture, like fashion, entertainment, um, anything like that. How did it influence you in there? Oh, when it comes to like my music, I'm, I'm, I love I love new beats. So it's not it's not really I'm a trend follower. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna be honest with you, like um, my favorite artist, top five artists, I'll say Future Drake, Wayne, um, Kanye, and Jay Z. You know. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like with them, they are always evolving. They're always evolving, mm-hmm. always changing and and innovating. Mm-hmm. For me, for me, I focus on trying to be an innovator instead of like following the culture, shaping the culture. Like. Like Tupac said, I don't want to change the I want the smartest of mind that would your fans. Mm-hmm. So, so I want to be able to influence the culture more than follow it. No, I mean, yeah, that makes that makes sense because it's just like if you have one listener, one person who understands you, that's one person who may be a life changed, right? Exactly. I mean, I, the other thing. Um, Actually, like, like people that I influence and have been around and just watching their growth after, like, being with me or being around me, it's just crazy. It's just, I just seen things and been around mm-hmm. people that, you know, that do great things. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's cute. That's awesome. And for listeners who, um, who want to become a tattoo artist, what would you say is the best and worst thing about your job is? The best thing, uh, I'm going to say, the best thing is the ability to see from people whenever they get a good tattoo. No. <laughs> that's, that's, like, sometimes I don't think people cry, like, Give me hugs, extra tips, like it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's all—it's all just love, like you know. Yeah. Just an enjoyment. But mm-hmm. I'll say the worst thing. But for someone that's trying to get into that business, mm-hmm. I would say it's the worst thing. I would just say you have to persevere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a lot of times where you're doing bad work. There's gonna be a lot of times where people are like, oh, it's not. It's not this. It's going to be a lot of times where you may mess up, but you don't give up. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. Keep going. Strong wasn't built in the day. Like, it's still, it got a whole tower that's leaning. It wasn't natural to think, you know. So, like, it's a lot of things that, that, that it's not perfect, but it's still 
makes us great, great, great big in the end. So don't give up. Just be working at it. Yeah, like, I mean, that would be the worst. That would be the worst, worst case scenario in tattooing. But as long as you persevere through that, you know. Yeah, I was just gonna say, um, just from that message right there, that that key is not to give up, um, no matter how hard it gets, no matter how tough it is. You just want to keep on pushing through because you'll you'll eventually you're gonna make it. If you think if you have that goal, if you have that vision, you are gonna make it. You just can't give up. So I'm glad you shared that. What is your goal, though, with tattooing, with music? Like, I'm sure you're doing this for a reason. What is that reason? Yeah, I, I mean, with my music, um, I really do it because I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really want to promote it, like, uh, like get it out and make money off of it as much. But, I mean, a lot of people are. So, I mean, I would promote it, you know what I'm saying, get it out there to other people. But shit, if I can't argue with some truth, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, just so people can listen and, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, with my tattooing, it's just to, you know, become one of the best to do it. Like, uh, I'm always going to be a, a student more than a uh, master, you know. Mm-hmm. I always want to learn, learn, learn more techniques, learn how to be the best at what I do. And I want to one day be able to teach the next person to be better than me. That's awesome. And I want to pass pass this on to my pass a business on to my children. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. no, I know, I know what why I do it. Damn, I mean, I think that the fact that you already have that mindset, like, okay, like if I can keep on learning and like maybe one day teach someone else like the steps and be like a mentor, then I'm on that path, kind of thing, right? Like, I'm on my way. I'm on the right path. The, the biggest thing is, is when you leave this, this planet, is what have you, what have you left? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can leave a name, you can leave a legacy, or you can leave knowledge that could ever last. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, your children are... Your, your name, legacy, like your business is basically like your other child. So if you create a business, then, you know what I'm saying, you're the best place to grow and nourish and grow into something to where you create more children and more, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you always want to be able to expand, give, and be able to grow. So that's something that I always look forward to with myself is like, you got to leave something here to grow. You got to leave your legacy. You got to leave the name. You got to be able to teach the next person so they can teach the next person or they can be able to know, like, the value of learning knowledge instead of just doing something. No, absolutely. I couldn't agree with that more because I do understand, like, the fact of, like, hard work and you want to push through, you want to get it done. That all makes sense. But the fact of like taking the time, understanding the value, the patience, um, just so you can teach someone else and just having that like balance between it all, I think that's also valuable. 
because you can just exactly. it's generational at the end of the day like you it's exactly what you just said right now you want to build an empire you want to build a legacy not something just for your lifetime but something that lasts forever See, i also want to want to like as an artist mm-hmm. like i know a lot of people like i went to college for for art an uh, art degree mm-hmm. yeah. it was like a an artist is uh, pretty much a job that no one makes money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, we just do it for a passion. We go to school for, for, for a passion. Mm-hmm. As you turn around, it, it turns our passion and our creativity into something that we could be able to make money off of and also inspire people. Right? But, the uh, the tattoos is just one thing. The money for me is just one thing. The, the, the connection is a whole thing. You know, it's, um, you are shaping this person's life forever. So, like, this person is always going to remember you. This person is always going to help you a part of themselves. So, like, to not see someone a feel like that is it, priceless. No, I mean, that makes sense just because <clears throat> I guess I see, like, why you're dividing it into, like, three different ways. Um, kind of just like what you said, because it's, like, one, they're asking you for a specific tattoo. They're trusting you with this idea. Maybe it's a personal reason. Maybe it's just, like, a silly reason. No matter what it is, they're trusting you. The second reason, it could be this connection right you're making with the person you're discussing the idea you're talking about it and then the other part is the money that's the business part right that's just the transaction so what you just what you said right now it makes sense i don't know oh yeah i'm listening oh no no i'm just saying like i totally understand where you're coming from um it's it's kind of just like you put your trust into them and they put your trust into you kind of thing. So actually glad you said all that. But where can we go to book an appointment with you? So, so um, my Instagram is inkdillerfame. I'm always available there. Um, you can book a book for me there. Up in Hollywood, uh, in the Hollywood area, at Billionaires uh, Inc. You can look it up on Instagram. I mean, uh, um, on Google, the address is there. Okay. And, uh, I'm usually there. We got a team of great artists. Uh, my, my man Dorsey, he, he's the owner, and my boy Tattoo Eli, he's from Chicago. He's a pretty dope artist. Uh, he works with a lot of famous artists and stuff like that. I work with a pretty good team. Also, my man, Red Z, uh, he, he's over there as well. Pretty, pretty nice tattoo artist. He's a nice young man. Uh, this nice, nice guy just pushing, working it out over there. So you can always go catch me over there. So if you want a little personal and want to come straight to me, you can always catch me. 
Okay. Awesome. And then actually that's, um, or how about, do you have any songs or releases coming up in, anytime soon? Yeah, I, I do have a, uh, I'm actually in the production of singing music videos for this new single called Come Over, uh, produced by L.A. Kid. Um, he's a producer for this, this old hip-hop group. Um, well, not old hip-hop group, I'm going to say this old, old hip-hop style legend Harry group. You know what I'm saying? Out of, out of Philly. This guy is, is a genius when it comes to the possession for this looks track up in a drop. Um, we actually gone working on putting a, a nice little stand to it and hoping that we could get a nice little trash to it through the radio wave. So nice. That's awesome. Okay, so we'll look out for that. Um new music video coming out soon. But other than that, that's all we have for this episode. Thanks again, Fame, for, you know, just taking the time to be here. I really appreciate it. And um, don't forget to follow us on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, at Merlin Like the Wizard. And listen to more episodes on Spotify and Apple and leave a review. But thanks for listening. Till next time.